This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Be able to see Allah on the day of judgment before entering Jannah. يعني هذا قبل دخول الجنة هل سوف نرى ربنا يوم القيامة قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم نعم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said Yes you will You will Everybody will Even the non-Muslims حتى الكفار قال العلماء نعم The scholars said even the disbelievers بس خلكم معي بي with me قال هل تضارون في رؤية الشمس بالظهيرة صحوا ليس معها سحاب وهل تضارون في رؤية القمر ليلة البدر صحوا ليس فيها سحاب when you are in the day and the sun is out there very bright and there, are, there isn't a single cloud in the sky it doesn't matter where you're standing can't everybody see the sun? They said, yes. He said, what about the moon? Rasulullah said, what about the moon when it is full and bright in the middle of the sky and there are no clouds? No matter where you stand, can everybody see the moon? Yes. They said, yes. قالوا, لا يا رسول الله. Nobody can have a problem in seeing the moon or the sun. قال ما تضارون في رؤية الله تبارك وتعالى يوم القيامة إلا كما تضارون في رؤية أحدهما. On the day of judgment, you will not be prevented. There will be no obstacles from any of you to see Allah just like there are no obstacles when you all can see the sun and the moon without any obstacles. It doesn't mean that Allah, أعوذ بالله, looks like the sun or the moon. He is giving a metaphor that, do you see how everybody can see the sun and the moon no matter from where you're standing? There are no obstacles. Everybody will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbuna. إِذَا كَانَ يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ أَذَّنَ مُؤَذِّنٌ لِيَتْبَعْ كُلُّ أُمَّةٍ مَا كَانَتْ تَعْبُدٌ On the day of judgment, he said, when the day of judgment happens, a caller will call out, every nation... Go to the Lord that you used to worship. Go to the Lord that you used to worship. فَلَا يَبْقَى أَحَدٌ كَانَ يَعْبُدُ غَيْرَ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ مِنَ الْأَصْنَامِ وَالْأَنصَابِ إِلَّا يَتَسَاقَطُونَ فِي النَّارِ There isn't a single person that will be left on the day of judgment who used to worship other gods beside Allah or idols or statues except that in time, in time, as they get judged and they are convinced that they deserve hellfire, they will all eventually fall into the fire. Do you know why, my brothers? Somebody asked me, these people who disbelieved in Allah, just because they disbelieved, they end up in hellfire forever? The answer to this is the following. Listen carefully. Here in this world, we make a choice. Isn't that correct? We make a choice to believe or not to believe. We make a choice to pray or not to pray. We make a choice to obey or not to obey. Isn't that correct? If we make a choice to obey or not obey, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will judge us according to that choice. 
But if we still believe in Allah, it means we made an ultimate choice that we want to enter paradise. Didn't the Prophet ﷺ said, لا يدخل الجنة إلا من أبى Nobody will enter paradise except whoever refuses. They said, who will uh, not want to go to paradise, O Rasulullah? He said, Whoever obeys me has entered paradise, and whoever disobeys me, he has refused. So therefore, brothers and sisters, it's a choice. So when a person chooses to disbelieve in Allah to be my God, which means to make an eternal choice of, what, of, of, of my God that I worship will make me enter paradise. That's an eternal choice. Based on eternal choice, Allah gives an eternal consequence. Based on a temporary choice, Allah gives a temporary consequence. Stay with me, inshallah. حَتَّى إِذَا لَمْ يَبْقَى إِلَّا مَنْ كَانَ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ مِنْ بَرٍّ وَفَاجِرٍ وَغُبَّرِ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ Everybody will go to hellfire, except a group of believers. Among these believers, I want you to imagine with me a large group of believers, millions of Muslims and believers who believed in Allah from the time of Adam till the end of time. They are left on that plane on the day of judgment. Among them, there are the really good believers the very weak believers, the ones who did a lot of good deeds, the ones who did hardly anything, the ones who committed big sins and the ones who committed small sins all together, including from the prophets and messengers to the worst believer that ever existed. All of them together because why? They all claim to believe in the one true God. Rasulullah said, and among them, there are leftovers from the Christians and the Jews. Some Christians and Jews claim to believe in only one God, Allah, monotheists. So they stay among them and they're waiting for God. So then a caller says to the Jews, they know them, they keep asking everybody, who do you believe? Who do you believe? Who do you believe in? The Jews will say, this small group will say, we believed in Al-Uzair. Now, don't go to any Jew and say you believe in Al-Uzair. This is a small sect of the Jews. I think they've gone. They stay with among the Muslims and they say, we used to worship Al-Uzair. And then they say, Kadabtum, you are lying. Allah never had a partner, nor a son, because they believe he's his son. So what are you doing here? What do you want to be among the Muslims? You don't worship the same God they worship. What do you want? We are thirsty. فَاسْقِنَا Let us drink. فَيُشَارُ إِلَيْهِمْ أَلَا تَرِدُونَ فَيُحْشَرُونَ إِلَى النَّارِ كَأَنَّهَا سَرَابٌ يَحْطِمُ بَعْضُهَا بَعْضًا فَيَتَصَاقَطُونَ فِي النَّارِ They are called to look at a distance and they see a mirage like the one you see in the desert. What does a mirage look like for a thirsty person? Like water. Allah will make hellfire look like water as a mirage. They will go to it to drink and when they all get there at once... It caves in and they start falling into hellfire because they don't deserve Jannah. The same happens with the Christians who are left over, a few of the Christians. The ones left among the Muslims now are the prophets and messengers and the good believers, the bad believers, the ones who have done so many good deeds, the ones who have, done, who have got no good deeds, and among them are the hypocrites, al-munafiqun. So, 
ثم لا يبقى إلا من كان يعبد الله تعالى من بر وفاجر ومنافق Good and bad believers and hypocrites حتى إذا كان ذلك When this happens أتاهم رب العالمين سبحانه وتعالى في أدنى صورة من التي رأوه فيها Once these people are left Allah then comes to them with a different picture than the one they saw him the first time. Do you understand what this is? Now, this is not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in himself, and we cannot give any interpretation to that. But do you know the story of Musa alayhi salam? Ra'a, what did he see when he went to the mountain of Tur? Ra'a naran. He saw a fire. Is that Allah? No, it's not Allah. But it's an image where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lets him see that this is the sign where Allah is going to speak to him. Same on the Day of Judgment. The hypocrites don't get to see Allah himself, nor will the disbelievers, but they see a symbol. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes in a picture and in a form that we cannot explain. The hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim. So then he comes to them in a different picture which they don't recognize. And he says to them, I am your Lord. And they say, no, wallahi, na'udhu billah. We will not make partners with Allah. They think the first picture because they find out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to people and he calls them on the day of judgment and says, do you remember when you did this good deed and that sin and this sin? Allah speaks to people. So then Allah then says to them, فَكَيْفَ تَعْرِفُونَ رَبَّكُمْ How do you know your Lord? بِأَيِّ alama? With what, what sign? And on that day, the ones who are speaking are the prophets and messengers on behalf of everyone. Everybody's quiet. The prophets and messengers are talking on behalf of everyone else. We ask Allah that we are one of them among that group. Ameen. And in another hadith in Muslim, it says, an saqin. A shin is revealed. We don't know what this description is. I can't explain it, and I'm not even going to go into it. But a sign is made that we know. And everyone recognizes it based on what the prophets and messengers that day will tell us. They'll say, this is how we will know that Allah has arrived, has come to us. In a way and shape that we cannot comprehend nor can we interpret. Everybody then goes into sujood. For as long as Allah wills. And that's the famous hadith of the Prophet ﷺ when we go from prophet to prophet to prophet. And find out, finally, we come to Prophet Muhammad ﷺ and he goes into a sujood. And he says a dua so long that we have never heard before. And dua that he has never said before. And he stays in sujood so long that he has never done the same as before until Allah says to the Prophet ﷺ, Ya Muhammad, irfa' ra'sak. O Muhammad, lift your head. Give intercession, I'll give you. And ask, I will give you. Rasulullah he will lift his head up. And everyone will lift their head up from behind the Prophet ﷺ, including the munafiqeen, including the hypocrites. And the first thing Rasulullah ﷺ will say is, Allahumma Rabbi Ummati Ummati. Oh my Lord, save my nation who followed me, save my Ummah who's followed me. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then brings down the allowance, He allows the shafa'ah. فَيُؤْمَرُ بِالشَّفَاعَةِ Shafa'ah is given, intercession. So then what happens? The hypocrites, they find out that their backs have made flat. They can't go into prostration. The angels recognize them and take them away, and they throw them into the fire. 
That's the day when the hypocrites are separated. And Allah makes a wall between them and the believers and they can't get any more light from the believers because they used to hide it in this world. In the hereafter, they'll come in the same form. But then Allah exposes them. The only ones left are the strong believers, the weak believers, the ones who have done so many good deeds and the ones who have hardly done anything and those who have not done one single good deed in their life. But they believed in Allah and His Messenger and the Qur'an. They didn't deny any of it or try to justify any of it or give it different meaning. Then the Sirat, the bridge is placed over hellfire and everybody has to pass. Some pass as fast as the light, some pass as fast as the eyesight, some pass as fast as a running horse, some pass as quick as running, some crawl, you know the hadith, some they drag themselves across. Rasulullah said there is kalalib, kalalib which means claws of Jahannam that come out and they capture the ones who have fallen and don't have any more light. They throw them in. Among them are Muslims. Rasulullah said some of the weak Muslims, they start to gather on this bridge and they pile up, you know, like a really big crowd and someone stops in the middle. What happens? Everybody from the back, what happens? They crowd up. And when they crowd up, there's only one way to go. They fall and the claws take them into hellfire. Rasulullah said, Fanajin Muslim. There will be Muslims who will be saved. And those who get burnt a little bit or scratched a little bit, they fall and get up, but then in the end they, they get out. And then he said, and then there are those there are those who have fallen into hellfire and they are floating, but they have gone deep, either up to their ankles or their knees or their whatever. And some of them, they drown into Jahannam. These are Muslims. When the believers cross Jahannam, I'll talk in English now for, for lack of time, they reach the other side and what do the, the good believers say? They remember. Who do they remember? They remember their friends among the Muslims, their families among the Muslims, the stranger among the Muslims, the one they used to see coming, that stranger coming to the masjid and go. They used to see that person who used to share with them in charity organizations or a person who went to visit sick people with them or the one that did some good act with them. And then Rasulullah says, and then these believers at the end of a sirat call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the way a person stands in a court in front of the judge about to be sentenced to death. And he or she is trying to convince the judge and the people around them to get them off the sentencing of death. Can you imagine? These people, these Muslims will intercede for their brothers and sisters who they knew in this life. And they will yunashidun. Rasulullah said they will, they will, they will intensify their request to Allah by saying, Oh Allah, oh Allah, this person and that person, we saw them donate with us. This person, that person, we saw them pray at least one prayer with us. They try to remember one single good deed that you shared together. They want to save you. You want to save them. That is why have good believers as friends. Do good deeds with them and you will remember each other at the sirat and ask Allah to save you. Allah then says, Go. Go with my angels and take out any of the people you recognize from the former life. So they start taking out people they used to recognize. They're the ones who are up to their ankles and knees. They're still in hellfire. They're burning only a quarter of the way. They take them out. Groups after groups, the angels are helping them. You can imagine that image saying, this person, that person, the angels take them out. Then 
Allah says, who else? They say, Ya Rabb, we don't know who else there is. We couldn't find the others. There are others we know, we couldn't find them. He said, go back and take anybody who has the size of a dinar of good deeds. Dinar, a little coin. Yeah, and these people have done maybe one or two good deeds in their life. If you've seen them do that one or good thing, go and get them out. They get out more people. Then they say, who else is left? They say, Ya Rabb, there are other people we don't recognize. He says, go and take whoever has half of a dinar of good deeds. And these people have barely done any good deed you've ever seen them in your life. Suddenly they show above hellfire. They take them out. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, who else is there? They say, Ya Rabb, we don't know anyone else has ever done a single good deed in their life. Nobody can recognize anyone. You know how some people, they don't mix with the Muslim community. They do good deeds, but very little bit, hardly, nobody ever knows about it. Well, these people die with major sins. I'm not talking about the people who are great believers and they do good deeds behind people's backs. No, these are people who hardly have ever done anything to the point where nobody even can claim or testify that they've done anything good. Allah then says, Shafa'at al-Mala'ika, the angels have interceded. Wa shuffi'at al-Anbiya, and the prophets have given shafa'a. Wa shuffi'at al-Mu'minun, and the believers have given shafa'a, all of them. Wa la tabqa illa shafa'atullah. The only shafa'a left is Allah's shafa'a. Rasulullah said, فَيَقْبِضُ رَبِّي قَبْضَةً Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then gets a scoop of believers out of hellfire, they have burnt from head to toe and died. And died. The only part of their body that is not burning is, guess what? The forehead, because they used to pray every now and then. These people have burnt and become charcoal. Allahu alam for how long they've been in hellfire. Allah takes them all out and they are placed at the door of Jannah and placed into the river called the river of life and slowly they come back to their form and then they are thrown on the sides and they come to life and a necklace is placed around their necks it has a mark on it Ibn Abbas says it's gold or something and it has a mark all the people of Jannah recognize them and they call them they are the ones whom Allah saved from the fire and so, they live in that lowest part, and the last man of them, he has a big story. We'll say it maybe next time, inshallah. The last man among them has a beautiful story. But these are the last people to enter paradise. And they say, Ya Rabb, you've saved us, and we thank you, and we are grateful to you. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rasul said, Allah takes into paradise nas, people, lam ya'malu khayran qat. They've never done a single good deed in their life. But they did believe in Allah and His Messenger and the Qur'an. But for some reason, they followed the wrong people. They did the wrong deeds. These people go to hellfire. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from it. Allahu alam how long they stay in there. We can't even hack a cigarette lighter. So my brothers and sisters, it's a bad example bringing a cigarette lighter. Cigarettes and the lighter are bad for us, aren't they? So they take them out of hellfire, placed in the paradise. And Allah says to them, anything you see in this paradise, this level, choose and it's yours. Say, Ya Rabb, this is too much for us. He says, I will give you seven times as much. Allah, this is the lowest part of, hell, of Jannah. And this is what happens. Subhanallah. Time for Salat has come. But the point of this whole thing I want to tell you is this, my brothers and sisters, my brothers in Islam. It is very important to have company of believers who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Sometimes we get annoyed of them when they're around us because we want to follow our desires. But did you know that these will be the ones, the only ones on the day of judgment who will remember you and ask Allah to save you? And that is why one of the companions said, I think it was Amr ibn al-As or another companion, he said to his, the believers around him as he was dying, he said, I have one request. When you go to paradise, remember me. Ask about me. Ask about me. Insha'Allah, Ya Rabb, we are all here. We see each other's faces. We'll ask about each other, wouldn't we? Amin, Ya Rabbi Alam. Uhibbukum fillah. I love you for the sake of Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.